Welcome back to another episode of the Bravo Zulu Podcast. Tonight I am joined just uh, by myself and the uh, silence of the kids being asleep before 6.30. And uh, so I'm going to take some time here and, and talk to you about some things that have been on my mind. And this thing is, um, as I, I my notes, I'm going to be going by here a little bit, kind of keep me on track. And the title of this, uh, Time is Change. And... Um, Without trying to sound too smart, you know, that's like an obvious statement, right? Time provides the change that is always happening. You know, we, we change with time. Time changes us a year older, hopefully a year wiser. And, you know, with this year following last year and so many people having changed uh, life and uh, their livelihoods, just all this stuff that happened with last year and, and going into this year with new ideas of where they want to be in the future, you know, especially myself, my wife, my family, you know. And so accompanying that with where I, I just changed at the end of last year, I just changed duty stations, going somewhere new. And knowing that it's my last ride, it's going to be a long one. So I got five more years. But it, it gets me thinking about how these next five years, how much this time is going to change me, my family, how much... um. And what 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 within that time frame I want to change, you know what what do I want to cut out? What do I want to bring in? And part of this this podcast is a big part of that, obviously. That's why I started it, but also because you know, when I think about the future, as far as like, um, kind of societal wise, we we all we already know we've seen all the really good but scary documentaries about social media. And, you know, our cell phones always in our hand or whatever, whatever it is, right? But I get to thinking about, like, well, we we do not consume anything, especially, you know, entertainment, the same as we did 5, 10, 20 years ago, even last year, right? Last year, well, you know, early last year, people were still going to the movie theaters. Nowadays, not so much. And, and you know, your opinion on that aside, it's just a fact of the matter, you know, theaters one they're already super expensive it, it was enjoyable but they were expensive and um you know why not and now we're we're enjoying the those movies you know in the comfort of our homes with a, a cheaper popcorn with a cheaper drink and 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 you know having dinner with it or after dinner whatever it is and theaters were changing already to provide a lot of that, right? You could go to the very nice theaters and order food, have a drink, you know. It, it was a great experience, you know. Uh, I forget the one down here in San Diego, down there at Liberty Station, what it's called, the uh, something or another. But great experience, right? But pricey, you know, for a, a lot cheaper of that cost. And especially if you have kids, you can have more fun or just as much fun there in the privacy and comfortability of your you know, um, TV room or, or living room, whatever it is. So, you know, that, that got me thinking about like, what's, what's this year going to bring as far as like, uh, entertainment and how we consume it and, and straight out of the gate, you get, um, Warner brothers inking the major deal with HBO max and talking about all the Warner brothers movies for like the whole year are going to be released only on HBO max at first before they're available everywhere else. 
And so something I would kind of get off path, I think a little bit, but something I've seen about that was HBO max saw something like a 17 million plus, uh, subscription, um, um, enrollment plus up when wonder woman came out, wonder woman might not have been a great movie at all. Right. But it got people to subscribe. And now the next King Kong Godzilla is going to come out and people are going to watch that. And hopefully it's better. I think it will be, but people are going to stay there. And like most, you know, you get that subscription and you forget that you're paying that $10, $12, $15. And it's just kind of happening and you're comfortable with it. And you're, you're using all those applications and all those subscriptions to download and stream your content. Just like right now, if you're listening to this, you're using your preferred podcast listening streaming uh, app to listen to it. And, you know, so that really got me thinking, or even even that, not just that, but like when I'm thinking about all these applications and how we consume this content, right, and how everything is changing over this time, we went from, you know, all the TV in the world to listening to podcasts. It's like we're going back to the 20s and 30s and stuff when they, before TVs, you know, early 1900s and listening to radio when, when, you know, they would gather around the radio and listen to the story and had to use their imagination. Of course, we're not getting rid of TVs. They're only getting better and better technologically wise, but there's the way we consume content. And, and just think about that, how it's called content now, right? It's not even really called entertainment so much anymore. It's like, what kind of content do you consume? Is it like videos on YouTube? which I think a lot of us do, right? I know I do. Um, is it content, you know, just music content? Is it social media content? If it's on social media content, is it videos on the video button on Facebook? Is it Instagram, double tapping pictures and, and videos? It's TikTok, all this content. And, you know, it's it's a, it's a wonderful thing. It's a dangerous thing too, but it's a wonderful thing because it has given the regular normal person the opportunity to become like a famous person as famous as you want to be famous, right? It has given you, um, I hate using the word platform. I just don't like the word and how it's usually used. Uh, it's, but it's given you the ability to create something yourself and mass produce it. And if people like it and enjoy it, you know, you're able to, to monetize it through different ways or whatever and, and do something for yourself. So that, that has been on my mind, like a few different or for the last couple of years, excuse me. And, you know, I talked to my wife a lot again on my last, uh, last duty station, if all goes well. And what am I going to do after the Navy in retirement? And, and, you know, like, like many, the, the the most direct path is you know the most direct path to to paying bills after retirement is getting that GS contractor job GS or you know government work or contractor work for the government getting right into that and you know keeping the clock going on your on your government 40 and you know just keep marching towards that because you know get another pension afterwards and that's cool and it works for a lot of people and it it is a great benefit to be able to have, you know, that big door of an opportunity, but you know, it's doing the same thing. And I, I look back at where I've looked at, it like, I don't want to do the same thing anymore. 
I do not want to be another supply guy that has retired and started working right back in the supply world when I'm done with it. I'm, I'm not just talking about supply. I love supply. I don't mind. I wouldn't mind doing a supply job, but just the Navy job, right? I don't want to be around the Navy anymore. I'm re- I want to retire from it completely and go do something else. Even if it's supply chain, something or another, Amazon, whatever company, Walmart, whatever, I would rather do that than just show up, continue to be around the Navy circle, doing the supply circle job that so many do. And so, of course, you know, not making any early rash decision by myself, but speaking with my better half about it, you know, and being fortunate enough where she has a good job, we've come to be like, I I don't have to work if I don't have to work. You know, what does that mean? Like, hey, as long as my retirement can continue to supplement the, the house income as is, right, then I don't have to work and I'm going to be a stay-at-home dad. And there's nothing that makes me more excited or happier than think to think about, you know, making the kids lunch if they need their lunch made, getting them ready, and taking them to school and being that house husband. And I'm so, so excited and happy for to be able to want to, to one, to want to do that, but also being able to have the chance to do it as long as these next five years go well and you know, our little five-year plan goes well. But I, I'm like so excited, so excited to be able to, you know, partake in that and, you know, to, to drop them off at school, to pick them up from school, you know, like I said, all, all that stuff, just, just help more than most dads have the chance or even most moms or just to be a, a, a than my dad, you know, more than my dad ever helped and and participated when it comes to the, all of those extra functions, right? Um, My upbringing was, you know, pretty old school. This person did that, this person did that, and that was that. But we're setting ourselves up to, to be able to do more than that. And, you know, that goes back to like that, that time has changed. That's a big societal change. That's a big change for our family. And the time is going to provide that as long as we're using the time wisely and set us up for that success. And then, but you know, when I talk to people about this, I often get things like, um, you're going to get bored. You know, who, who, who wants to just stay at home and just do that? Like, and you know, what's crazy is sometimes it will be like, what men, what man, it would be other men saying, what man wants to just do that and let their, their, let their wife provide Hey, look, man, I don't know what ego you have, that uh, is preventing you from uh, being the best dad to your children, uh, you know, via other means than monetary. But I don't have that ego. I don't have that problem. You know, if if the bills are paid, I don't care who's in what role, you know, as long as the bills are paid and the roof remains over our head and food on the table. And I don't feel like I don't have, I don't need to have an ego that puts me as the person that does that and only does that. You know, um, there's so more important things than just the, uh, money, um, addition to the family. Again, bills paid. Yes. But after that, there's so much other stuff that, that both parents should be able to provide their kids. And I'm just looking forward to the opportunity to provide it. But that brings me to kind of like this podcast and some of my dream ideas and and where I want to go. 
in retirement and there's someone that has been like somewhat of inspiration in um in kind of pursuing it uh the way I am and and just kind of like motivating me to get to that point and what what it, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to content create right that's a job now content creator is a job it's not a profession it's not a career I mean, unless you get super huge, someone like, uh, you know, Marcus Brownlee, uh, MKBHD on YouTube, who has taken his YouTube channel from him reviewing tech to him having a, you know, company. Don't know how much it's worth or anything, but if he's created a company that has employees that make his YouTube videos, amongst other things, that is huge. And, And still at the root of it, he is, you know, quote unquote, just a content creator. And that that's like crazy awesome to think that, you know, if you go look at his super old videos, they're super trash. And if you look at what he does, or not, I won't say trash. They're super low quality, but high quality probably for the time and era that he was making them, right? I think maybe like 10 years ago or whenever he started. But if you look at where he's at now, you know, he's got like cinema rigs making YouTube videos, and that's super cool. Um, another person that uh, that I look at kind of like that way is um, it's a YouTube channel called Trail Recon, and it, it, he is a retired Master Chief that has a YouTube channel that he started, you know, a few years back. Blew up, I'd say, probably like three years ago, maybe three or four years ago. He started getting pretty big, and he just puts out consistent videos. He drives a Jeep, has several Jeeps, different kinds of Jeeps, you know, all this stuff. And he just, he, he's constantly creating more content, constantly creating more content, putting it out, pumping it out, 15 minute video, 20 minute video. And he's, he, his job now is content creator. I think it was like last year or something, you know, he, he kind of addressed it uh, lightly about how he had stopped working his, his job is like, you know, professional job and he has gone full-time YouTube. And I thought that was pretty awesome. There's a couple other YouTube people like that, that, that I watch in different scenes, um, that have, have made the announcement, right. That they are, Hey, I'm, I'm quitting my job. The job I've had for 15, 20 years of doing X, Y, Z. And I am going full-time doing nothing but YouTube, Right constantly constantly recording and making youtube videos and to me that's awesome you know hopefully maybe one day you'll see a youtube channel for this podcast among you know other things that are on my brain but more so you know all of these people they and this is what i like about the content creator aspect on this side of it on like the youtube video platform podcast things like that it vice some of the other social media apps is the social media apps is just kind of like um, it's quicker, but I feel like you got to sell yourself more like physically, especially whereas like the YouTube side, you can actually sell, you know, um, or, or even podcast side, you could actually sell something that to, at least in my opinion, that's a little worth a little bit more. You can watch these videos and actually learn how to work on a truck, on a vehicle. You know, that's mostly the ones I watch. Right. Um, even if you look at streamers, like uh, someone I, I watch semi-regularly, uh, Nick Merckx, right? 
his was funny. He was going off about how that's his job and livelihood. But I'm also thinking like in that case, um, if your job and livelihood, you know, revolves around a video game and how good that video game is, then, and if that video game is no good and you can't pay your bills because you can't create that content, then how, how good of a job is it? You know what I mean? Like you, you're, you're in, are, are you constantly, and I know a lot of them are, are constantly looking to jump to the next, you know, hot video game so they can keep the numbers up and keep going. But sometimes, you know, video game stuff, it, it's very genre specific. If you're a Call of Duty boy, you're a Call of Duty person. If you're a Fortnite nerd, you're a Fortnite nerd. And a lot of times you're not going to jump over to the other one and cross mix and things like that. It happens sometimes, but, you know, speaking general generals here, um, but that, that just to get back to it. So, you know, what I have a dream of is a stay-at-home dad content creator. I don't know what all that content's going to be. In the next five years, I hope to figure it out. And by the time we get to where we need to be in the, you know, at the end of the five years, hopefully there's something that has, you know, settled in and firmed up and became a foundation to launch off of into the next thing. Right. And, you know, it's one of those... I don't know any of these people I've talked about personally, never. I just click on the video and watch, but I would hope that, you know, that being your own boss, dictating your own hours, dictating your media and and, and your topics would provide a certain, like a large amount of happiness more than putting on your uniform, putting on your, I don't mean uniform like Navy uniform. I'm just talking about like putting on your uniform of the day, your outfit, your your suit and tie, your whatever, right? And going in and punching in, punching out, which there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like I hope everyone loves their job, and a lot of people do. But it not it the uh, you know part of the American dream to be your own boss? And so many so many times in the past that meant you had to start a business. That's just what it meant, right? If someone says, oh you need to be your own boss. That meant, oh, you need to start a business and run things how you want to run them. Well, that's cool. But as we just saw, you know, last year and still a lot of this year, small business is hard, right? And unless you have a great business plan from the beginning and you continue to execute that business plan throughout the lifetime of your business, it all it can take is one very bad year to completely wipe you out out of out of five year business, out of a thirty year business, forty year business, you, you could be gone. You know, again, worldwide pandemic kind of setting. You know, but it, it can you know be gone in the blink of an eye. Whereas a lot of these content creators and stuff, you know, they're still creating content, they're still pushing out videos. Um, depending on what your what your thing is, you might be limited a little bit as far as what, where you can go, what you can do. But, you know, like I said, for myself, I watch a lot of the truck ones and, and off-roading and stuff. They're still hitting some trails. They're still doing work in the garage. There's all kinds of stuff you can do still. And even on the other side, I mean, look how many dumbass TikTok challenges there were last year, right? And I'm glad I never did one. You never catch me in one, ever, ever, ever. But how many people actually did them as dumb as they were and actually got publicity 
or the followership or the double clicks and actually made something of it. Look at homeboy on the skateboard drinking the ocean spray, right? That it, it was just that he has, if you go look at it, it was dog face dude. He has a whole lot of videos before that. And I'm not sure how much of a promoter he was before that. But once that one took off, if you check his uh, Instagram or TikTok now, it's like, hey, DM for inquiries for promotion. Homeboy counting numbers, right? One, two, three, four. Homeboy counting numbers. Blew up. Everyone teaching their kid how to count numbers with the dude. Uh, where's he from? Thailand or somewhere? I forget. Wherever he's from, right? Catchy as hell. Boom. You need you need your your thing promoted. Hit him up, pay him. He'll put it out. He's got millions of people watching and following now. It might last you know a month. I mean, I haven't seen him again, but it's that quick instant you know in, insta fame, if so to say, right? Versus being your own boss in, in that business or restaurant that is susceptible to mass you know casualties of 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 uh business right like you know and you know here here in the next couple of weeks i'm actually going to have a business owner on and you know uh, I, I i'd like to talk to him a lot about uh, you know this last year and this year and how he's been doing and managing it on just just hear some background on it but you know that's my that's my american dream right now is as as time changes over the next five years, six years, ten years, is first and foremost to be a stay-at-home dad, right? And be as happy as I can be and, and raise two kids that, are, that can be happy as they can be. And the second to that would be continue this podcast and content creating, whether it's just this podcast, or it's this podcast and a YouTube channel, this podcast and whatever else, but primarily this podcast, and, and and keep creating that and just keep doing it and see what happens, right? Um, and that that's why that's why I want to do. And you know, we were talking about there's. I'll say this one thing, right, real quick in here too, was there's this, uh, or I guess between the Insta quick fame you know 15 minute fame thing and then building something that can actually last because eventually someone like mkbhd right eventually somewhere in here you know he saw the opportunity to not just be a youtube content creator but to be a you know big company that creates content and he was able to to hit that button and and flip that but it still all started from his YouTube channel and it still, you know, highly revolves all around his YouTube channel. And I think that's also, and, and that wasn't easy. It's not easy to get to the point where he is someone like him got to where you're so big. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like a, a size thing of, you know, when I say so big, but you know, for him, it's such the influential part of it, right. Where now he was able to get companies to work with him and stuff like that. It, it's just, it, it's very like mind boggling, boggling a little bit to me and hard to understand unless you really know who I'm talking about. But go check some of these people out that I mentioned and um, just kind of like look into what they're doing or whatever and see how they've taken it from one little kernel. And then now they get, they got a lot of things branching off of that one. Um, but, you know, all of them, I'm sure along the line sacrificed right just as we do in the military 
they've had something to sacrifice, whether it was time away from family, time doing this, you know, uh, whatever it was, health sometimes, they've sacrificed to get to where they're at. And, again, that's why I'd like to, uh, in a few, few more weeks, I'm going to have one of my buddies on, and we're going we're gonna to go a lot about the, the business aspect and things like that over the last couple of years and get some perspective on that and um, see how it goes. But anyway, say hey, thanks for dropping in again. And uh, I hope this is just kind of put something into your own head of kind of, you know, and it's kind of like a beaten dead horse of what's your five-year plan. But hey, if you never thought of having a five-year plan, maybe this has made you think about it. What are you, what, what seed are you planting today that in five years will be mature, strong, and be able to, you know, hold you up? And that'll conclude this episode. Thanks for stopping by. For more information on how you can support the podcast, please visit anchor.fm backslash bravo zulu podcast and don't forget that the information views and opinion expressed in this podcast are solely of myself joshua moore and the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent the dod the don or those respected institutions or organizations thanks for joining us catch you on the next one